they worked out a formula that made it actually hang in the nasopharynx. And that's a big deal. That's the big differentiator here, Lisa, is that this product does it. It's not just iodine up your nose, which by the way, in and of itself is a beautiful thing. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello everyone, Dr. Lisa Faust here, and I have got one of my newest favorite products that I think pharmacies should be selling. We're going to be talking about today. So I have Dan Nichols with me from Cofix RX. Now that is probably maybe a name that you haven't heard of, but I'm very excited to be bringing it to you because as I said, I think pharmacies should be having this um, right by their counter, uh, impromptu uh, types of purchases, but also those kind of deeper educational uh, purposes of talking with your patients about trying to protect their health and promote wellness. So Dan, welcome to Pharmacy Badass. Um, I am excited to talk about this product. I've been using it myself for probably three months now, I think, um, from when I got it. Uh, I first purchased it at my friend, Dr. Jessica Mills Pharmacy up in Kentucky, and I've been using it ever since. So um, tell us a little bit kind of about the company, Cofix RX. What is the product? You know, give us the, the, the nuts and bolts and the essentials of it. Sure. Well, first off, thanks for having me on Pharmacy Badass. And that is a badass title. I love the name of that, Pharmacy Badass. <clears throat> um so you, I'm sorry, you just wanted the basics of the product? Is that what you're Yeah, just tell us a little bit about it. Like a lot yeah. of people haven't even heard of it. I got my little bottle right here. Yeah. You know? So the, the big secret, you know, which I didn't know this a year ago when I started working with, uh, working for Cofix RX here, uh, we're based out just north of Detroit, by the way, but um, was that surgeons for years and people in the medical industry have been swabbing their noses with iodine prior to say a surgery and things like that. And people didn't, they, I, I didn't know that as a general public, I didn't know that people did that. And, um, but what we did is we just kind of perfected that. And that's because the, the doctor that actually initially started with the, the invention, you know, decided concocting the formula, um, he had done a, a, like 30 years prior, had done a paper, like his, one of his papers that he had done. I don't, I don't want to screw that up. I want to say a thesis, but I don't think it was a thesis, but <laughs> he had done a, he had done like a, a research paper, I think is what it was. And showing how using povidone iodine when swabbed in the nose took staph infections not to one or two to zero percent. They nobody when they swabbed the nose with iodine, and he remembered that. And his daughter, an ER doctor in New York City, right in the epicenter of COVID, back two years back now. I'm getting confused as to what years those all started. I know it, it's a blur, <laughs> complete blur. But when that all went down that March, um, he was worried about her. And uh, him and his wife, both doctors, and then his daughter, also a doctor, uh, he was concerned about her. And he, and he thought about that study, that, that research that he had done, and he started going to work on a formula. Fast forward a year later, we were to market with the product. He brought it to an entrepreneur, my CEO, Dennis Kaiser, and uh, brought it to him. And uh, in conjunction with a compounding pharmacist, they worked out a formula that made it actually hang in the nasopharynx. And that's a big deal. That's the big differentiator here, Lisa is that this product does, it's not just iodine up your nose, which by the way, in and of itself is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing because it does knock out viruses. This is the beginning of our intestines, right? This, this arrow track here, it's kind of the beginning of all that. And in this part is where a lot of the, the germs and bacteria harbor here in the front end. 
And it's a simple idea to, a, to a, what had become a pretty ugly, complex problem. Can we knock down viruses? Can we reduce viral loads? Can we reduce the viral burden on the body? And the answer is, sure we can. We absolutely can. This product in particular, we don't have a clinical on it yet, but there are more studies than I can even begin to tell. They're all over the web. Just Google povidone iodine nasal spray study, clinical trial. You'll see them. And as Dr. Ravi said so well, how many more chickens and rabbits do we have to kill to prove that this is efficacious? <laughs> so that's kind of the quick story on it, sort of quick. Yeah, and so um, you it, you can see right there on the box, um, and for those of you that are listening that can't see the box, it, it talks about SARS, you know, COVID um, right there. So um, I know that when the pandemic first started and lots of people started making all kinds of products and, you know, talking about sanitizing and disinfecting, you know, the FDA, the FTC, every acronym government, you know, came down really hard on products about claiming to be effective for SARS. So tell me a little bit how you guys got that label on the box that says it's thumbs up for SARS. <laughs> well, the, the way we did was we submitted for our national drug code and we got it and we got it with this box. But what us or what you pharmacists know, I think, is that it's one thing to get something approved and that doesn't mean you won't have backlash later. Right. So then you've got to, because the FDA doesn't look necessarily with a microscope at every little thing. Our claims that we we had were uh, in vitro. So um, we know that we know what it did and how efficacious it was in the lab. Uh, Utah State University's uh, Institute for Antiviral Research. Um, in fact, we just did another run with Omicron and um, oh, some other variant. I'm losing track. <laughs> and um, and same thing. It destroyed uh, 99% uh, of the coronavirus. Uh, Omicron's Delta, I think, was the other one. And um, in under 45 seconds. Um, but I will tell you though that that this that we are changing this box. We got a we got a letter. It's like a rite of passage. Um, we got a letter and we respected that. And we are going through the process right now of changing the box right now. This is what we have left over in inventory. Um, and a lot of this will be going um, all over the world actually very soon. So, um, so yeah, we're going to be changing this to a, a more of a, an immune support play probably um, just because it's, it's, it's fewer. This right now is an OTC, the active ingredient being povidone iodine. So, um, but we, we've got to play that properly and respect that because that's how you stay in business. Yep, absolutely. And, and really it's not just a COVID product, honestly, it, it's effective. I mean, those of us in the medical industry, we know, you know, like you said before surgeries, you know, you, you get the swab of the iodine and you, you know, it, iodine is effective against lots of things. And so it, it kills other bacterias, other fungi, um, other viruses, and things like that. And so your nasal passage, like you said, that is the entrance. Most people think it's like the mouth, but you don't realize how much you breathe in and out of your nose and that your nasal passages and your sinuses are, you know, where a lot of things start in there. So how does a typical patient use this? What is, what is the protocol if they're not sick, if they are sick, like, is there a difference on how you take it? So, you know, we have to be careful as a company, and I think you can imagine that any pharmacist will understand that, that, you know, it says right on the top of our box, and we've even updated this, but it says not intended to be a substitute for vaccines or other approved therapeutics. Um, we don't sell it as a therapy. We don't sell it as uh, a 1000% silver bullet protection. It's simply an additional layer of protection. What I know from selling this for the last year is that you hand this to a pharmacist or a doctor. First thing they do is they flip it over and they look at the ingredients. And this is the aha moment that I love so much. It just still gives me goosebumps to think about it is that they look at the box and they go, ah, 
And then they look back and go, I wish I had thought of this. <laughs> it's it's pulvinone iodine. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it here I on your podcast. I think I might have done that myself. <laughs> yeah, like, Darren, why didn't I think of that? And, and, and what's slick about our product, too, uh, is that the carrageenan is the mucosal adhesive that has it sticking, right? And we use a pharmaceutical-grade carrageenan. That's very important because I'm a foodie myself. I worry about what I eat, what I put into my body. And I've gone round and round, even with pharmacists, on this whole thing. It's a pharmaceutical-grade carrageenan. The really bad rap was degraded carrageenan. There doesn't seem to be any specific information that says um, that the carrageenan itself that's in the product um, as a pharmaceutical grade has any ill effects or, you know, and the amount is so like infinitesimally small. It's like a, a grain of sand relative to a, a whole giant, you know, fist in size, yeah. the amount that you're actually getting. But it, and here's the other thing, the carrageenan, and we, it's not our active ingredient. So I'm being very careful that we use it as a mucosal adhesive, but it's interesting in Europe, there's betadine with caragulose. Caragulose is the patented molecule betadine, which is just carrageenan, because they yeah. use it as a virucidal, because it's a sugar decoy and actually covers these um, protein spikes, in theory. You know, so um, anyway, it's it's fascinating. I, I love the science of it. Um, yeah. So yeah. So as a patient and using it, so the way that I use it, just, it sits on my, you know, little dresser in my room and just in the morning, you know, either after I shower, just I'm getting up, getting dressed. I just do one squirt in each nostril um, every morning. And that's just kind of my routine. And I put it away. I will say about half the time, about 90 seconds later, I sneeze, like mm -hmm. just what I do. I do, I do too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a little sneeze. And, um, you know, uh, I think when people think iodine, they think like, Ooh, dark yellow, orange, like, you know, do you have orange coming out all over you? It's like, no, no, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's just a spray and it's a very fine mist. So it's like, um, and that I, and I think I adhesive, like it, it sticks. Like I've never had a drip. I've never had like with Afrin or something you spray and then you immediately get like it dripping out. This doesn't do that. It sprays, it goes right up in the nose and I go about my day and sometimes I sneeze about 90 seconds later and that's pretty much it. And that's, that's what I do. So. Well, are you, um, are you familiar with, uh, Dr. McCullough, Peter McCullough? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so he was sharing recently, um, uh, actually about two weeks ago, he was sharing in his podcast that his wife had gotten some bug of some kind and he had her, he had her using it therapeutically to knock it out. And yep. he said, I'm telling you, he goes, I'm telling you, Dan, within, uh, he shared it with us, our company. He said, we used your Copix. And within a matter of a couple of days, it was gone a day and a half, two days later, she, we, he talked about it on his podcast, actually the McCullough report, um, and, and gave props to the Copix as, as knocking it out because he gets, he gets it. I can't sell it as a therapy, um, yeah. and don't intend to, but there are people that are using it like that. There's, there's doctors saying, look, you get a viral bug, you get something going on, bam, bam, you know, get it up there, at least reduce the viral burden. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least reduce that. So, you know, the reason I think that this product is so good for pharmacies is one, we've got to be pivoting as pharmacy owners to more cash-based revenue. I have been shouting this from the rooftops, but even right now with our inflationary pressures, you know, everything is going up, <laughs> but our reimbursements are not, you know, PBMs don't automatically adjust their reimbursement rates for inflation, you know, and so our profits are being eroded even more just because we're having to pay more for our vials, our labels, you know, everything else is, is costing us more. And so you've got to pivot to have revenue that you can control, where you can control the profit, you can control the pricing, which obviously you can't do with the PBM. And so it may seem kind of minuscule to be talking about a single product, but 
it's, it's really the whole entire puzzle that you're building in your pharmacy is having lots of these little cornerstone products that serve a great purpose. People now are more concerned about their health and wellness. They want to keep um, you know, we talk about probiotics, we talk about gut health, we talk about so many things that just help keep us operating at our highest peak efficiency, if you will, as humans. And I think this is one of those products that, um, you know, whether you're into functional medicine, or whether you're just a regular retail independent pharmacy, like, I think this has a place on your on your countertop, um, you know, and your employees to talk about it, um, in terms of just helping your patients operate at their at their peak opportunity. And this is cash based revenue, uh, you know, no PBMs, no nothing like that involved. And I think more pharmacies need to be pivoting to products like this. I can tell you that when I went to Jessica's pharmacy, I went there for one of her um, evaluations and, you know, I got my whole list. I saw it and I was like, oh, I've been looking for it, you know, because I, I had been hearing about the product. I didn't know a whole lot about it. And I did the exact same thing that you said. I turned it over and I was like, I die. Oh, like, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, promptly picked up four boxes. It's not expensive. And I wanted my stash because I didn't know I was going to get when I was going to get back to Kentucky. And uh, I didn't know if any pharmacies around me were carrying it. And so uh, this is something that, you know, my whole family, all the kids come in, we have all our little bottles and, you know, they do the little squirts and, you know, some days we miss, that's okay. You know, you're running late, whatnot. Um, but I just think as, as a mom with the kids, it's like, I just try to keep it up as much as possible. Like you said, just reduce the burden of all the junk in there. Um, I think is always beneficial. And so, um, you know, when you, you've been selling this for the last year to pharmacies, and so yeah. you've worked with a ton, some who have done amazingly well, um, who have sold a ton of it and then others that didn't seem to do so well and they didn't sell some. Um, so can you talk to me a little bit, because obviously we're here all about helping pharmacies improve their profitability. So what are some of those secrets that you can give us that the successful pharmacies <clears throat> did in order to sell more of it? Yeah, you know, Lisa, I love that you share with pharmacists some of these kind of grassroots, like basic stuff, right? Like, like people like you got to sell. Like, I mean, it, it is, it's a sales job. I mean, I, I have a pharmacist here locally that I go to and she's like, she goes, how have you been feeling? She'll ask questions, you know, I feel like I'm at the doctors and then she'll sell me more product based on my answers. Like you might need this gut health or you might need this so we know that, right? Like you got to be willing to do that. And, I, and, the, and the, I think the companies, the pharmacies that struggle, um, I think it could also be a location. I think that as I've learned, right, that can be a big deal. But I'm going to tell you really quickly, I think the fastest way to get through this is to tell you a quick story. One time I had a chain of 40 pharmacies um, here in Michigan, and I initially walked in and within, within a two hours sold the whole entire chain because the CEO got back to me like, yeah, yeah, we want that. We want that. That's great. And um and then about two months passed by and they didn't reorder. And I thought, well, that's weird. You know, like what's going on? And I had to know this was early on. This was still trying to figure the whole game out. And uh, I just took a sample of, of 10 pharmacies and I called 10. And um, I said, hey, how's your Copix RX stock doing? And they said to me, uh, or no, I know that's, that's not what I said. I said, um, do you sell, uh, do you sell Copix RX and nasal spray? And they, and they said to me, like, so they either said, they said one of two things. Absolutely. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's the greatest. Or I'm not sure. Hang on a second. To a T, absolutely positive. 100%. There's, I'm not making any of this up. The ones that weren't sure they had it still had plenty of inventory. Absolutely. I've got it. It's right here on the counter because they all put it on their front counter because it's a hot seller like that. In the height of this craziness, I had pharmacies that would sell a hundred bottles, not a week, a day a yep. day. 
people come in and buy 12 packs for their families. This is a party. People come in and they buy a whole, you know, yeah. party pack. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, we have a full retail display, but they, they, they'll buy the, they'll, they'll just come in and take a 12 pack right off the top of that. They buy it for their friends and family. They're going to Thanksgiving. They're going, everybody gets a bottle. They got a wedding coming up. Everybody gets a bottle. So I will tell you that the ones that knew they had it and, 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 and talked about it, they were the ones that were saying, yeah, I don't know why the company hasn't reordered any for me. Like we need more. I've been out of it for three weeks. And, and that, that was that. And then another thing that I noticed critic. So, so that would be it. Do your people even know about the stuff on the front counter? Yeah. I mean, do they? And I think that that's a big deal. And I know I'm certain you talk about. This. No, that's, that's a big thing is any new product like this that you bring in, you know, if you just have a vitamin C sitting on the counter, you know, you don't need to have a team meeting for that. But I think for a boutique niche product like this, that you really want to push, you, you need to, you need to tell your team, you know, whether you type it up, whether you host a meeting, um, you have a phone call, well, you know, whatever that communication standard is in your pharmacy, you've got to get that information in the hands of your employee, your customers should never know more than your employees. Like, you know, like they shouldn't be asking for things and your employees not know it. Um, and so that's a very important point, but employee engagement and employee education is very critical. Yep. And I, and the thing pharmacies are hands down. I figured out the busiest people on the planet. So, and I feel for you guys and I understand, but that education piece is going to go so big to help you, as you said, sell things with higher markups. I mean, a bottle of Tylenol, you're going to make a, what, 25% on the thing. Uh, if that, if um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I actually read something you wrote about that. That's why I said, I didn't know that it was like six bucks. You sell it for, and you get a buck and a quarter or something. Yeah. I, I, it was some fast math. I don't know. But anyway, so no, another one too, is um, just something as simple as bag stuffers. I remember when we first started getting requests for them, I was kind of laughing inside because I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a young guy, but I'm young enough to be part of this digital age thing. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean bag stuffers? Like people actually really, they, I feel like I'm in an old school country shop, but no, the people that are calling and reordering bag stuffers are the same people that are calling and reordering our product because they stick these things in the bags and people get home. They're like, Ooh, wow. A nasal spray. The, oh, wow. They want it. They come back yep. in and they place an online order with that pharmacist. Bag stuffers is one of my favorite marketing techniques for pharmacies. So <laughs> I talk about bag stuffers all the time. And so I'm glad that you guys have one because that means I don't have to go and create one uh, that tells about the product and all of that. But no, bag stuffer is one of the best low cost and highly effective because you, you're absolutely right. You know, you pharmacies have such an advantage over other brick and mortar companies. You have a thousand, two thousand, three thousand patients coming in your pharmacy every month month after month after month. And generally speaking, pharmacies have a lot of goodwill with those patients. They trust you. Yeah. They like you. You know, you, you talk about your kids, you serve on the church board together, you know, whatever those kinds of things like. And so when you recommend a product, and this is why I'm on such a mission to try to help pharmacy owners understand products out there like this exist, because when you as a pharmacist, probably like me, look at it, you look at the label, you do, you use it yourself and you're like, ah, oh, I love this stuff. Now people are trusting you and you're making a recommendation based off your professional judgment and their trust and relationship with you. And so um, you really can turn these quite, quite frequently. Like you said, a lot of people come in, it's not, a, it's not an expensive product. They buy multiple products. Um, we like to keep one in our car. We keep one, you know, our, our uh, normal kind of getting dressed uh, time, you know, when everybody does it in the morning, but we keep it in lots of different places because we travel a lot. We, we have the kids, we go around. It's like, as soon as something happens, you know, we, we up it up. Um, I don't know if you're supposed to, but Hey, iodine, we're, we're good. We all uh, usually need some iodine anyways. And, uh, 
Um, and so it just, it just feels good to like be doing something that's, you know, good for, for your general health. So, um, so if somebody's interested in buying this, so if they're a pharmacy owner and they're looking at this, you know, what, what is the best way to get in contact with you, um, to be able to purchase Cofix for their pharmacy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could call us at, uh, 855-88-COFIX, uh, which is a way just to call our customer service. And please tell us uh, that you found us here w- with your show. Uh, pharmacy badass. I love that name. And, um, but really there's a link if you want to buy the product, uh, I believe it'll be in the show notes. And um, that those are the two different ways. I mean, definitely. And please make sure, again, like I said, mention the pharmacy badass show or whatever, however, if you've got a code there, Lisa, uh, but uh, one, one other quick thing too, it's got vitamin D3 in it too, for immune support. So that was something we also felt was important. As well, yes. So. Love big vitamin D fan from uh um, my functional medicine junkie, junkie side of myself. Yeah. So, um, so if you're a pharmacy and you're looking for some cash-based revenues, you want to get, get your toes wet in the supplement world. There's a lot of supplements out there. Some, some of my favorites that I love to recommend Cofix is definitely one of them. This is a lower price point than maybe some of the other ones. So it's maybe a good way to kind of start training your staff, start getting your patients used to being recommended because if you've never recommended anything, any, you know, it can be a little bit awkward and so you kind of have to practice and get that out. So this, I think, can be a great product. Almost kind of sells itself. I love your guys' packaging. I love the bag stuffer. Um, and so I think this is a really great first product um, to really get it in um, before maybe you try branching out into other supplements. And the thing I like about this is people are going to continue to use it. It's not something that you just take and like fix something and then you move on. It's something that's continually used. So your patients will come back and give you kind of that recurring revenue um, that I'm such a fan of. So thank you, Dan, for spending some time with us, Thanks telling us about Cofix. Um, I hope uh, our listeners and watchers have learned something. And yes, we will put all of Dan's information down below, um, put the links, the phone numbers and everything you need. Feel free to reach out and ask me any questions. Uh, call Dan and his team and ask them any questions. And um, I hope you can start to increase your cash-based revenue with, with Cofix. So thank you so much, Dan. Thank you. Good luck, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a Pharmacy Badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. 